0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host Austin Belsack, and today we're going to talk through a little case study about building rapport at the beginning of an interview because the first few minutes of an interview can truly make or break your chances of landing the offer. Those first few minutes are where the tone is set for the rest of the conversation and the best part about it is it's free form. You actually have a lot of control over the direction that that conversation goes before you jump into the Q&A that's a bit more rigid and a bit more structured where you have less freedom and flexibility to. Control the narrative. So, there's really two types of people when it comes to capitalizing on these first few minutes, right? Most job seekers, they make a comment about the weather or they just wait for the first question. They don't really do a whole lot with this time between signing on to the Zoom or stepping into the office, meeting this person, walking to the room, and settling in, right? But the ones who win job offers, they research their interviewer, and they have a plan to strategically engage that person on a topic that the other person is interested in, the other person cares about. And the goal there is to build the rapport. I've seen a lot of great examples of people doing this, but... The person who holds the title for my favorite example is Jonathan Javier. So Jonathan is a buddy of mine. He's the founder, uh co-founder of a company called Juan Salting, uh, with his friend Jerry Lee. Both of them are awesome. They share amazing career advice. But his example of building rapport in one of his interviews is my absolute favorite. So before the conversation, before his interview he did a bunch of research on the person that he would be speaking to, the person that he was going to be interviewing with. So he started with a search for their name. He checked out their LinkedIn, their Instagram, other social profiles. He poked around elsewhere on the web and he immediately noticed a pattern. His interviewer was a massive Star Wars fan. And Jonathan was actually a Star Wars fan himself. Jonathan's favorite show, self-proclaimed, is The Mandalorian. So Jonathan knew exactly what he was going to do here. He actually went out and he bought a Baby Yoda AirPods case. Then he strapped that case onto his AirPods. And on the big day, when he showed up to his interview in person, he had his keys, his wallet, his phone, and he had his Baby Yoda AirPods. So what happened? Well, he walked into the office, he waited for the person to come out and greet him. They shook hands, you know, they're walking to the interview room, they're chit-chatting and they sit down and Jonathan takes his phone out of his pocket. He puts it on the table and then he takes the AirPods case out of his pocket and puts it on the table. And his interviewer immediately noticed it. His interviewer was like, oh, are you a Star Wars fan? And Jonathan jumped right on that opportunity, right? He's like, yeah, I love Star Wars. My favorite show right now is The Mandalorian. I've absolutely been loving it. Like I can't get enough. And they immediately hit it off with a conversation about Star Wars just because of that placement, just because of the time Jonathan took to research his interviewer to understand what that person was interested in and to find that point of common ground. So Jonathan said the rest of the interview felt like a conversation between peers and between friends instead of a rigid professional corporate interview that's just Q&A and is super structured and formal and doesn't really feel like there's any real personal bond or rapport being built, right? And that's solely because because of this one simple move that he put into play because of the research that he did. So that is my favorite example of how you can build rapport at the beginning of the interview and why it makes such a difference. But there's so many different ways to do this and you don't have to go out and buy something, you don't have to go make some grand gesture. It could be as simple as just coming up with a couple of little hooks that you can put in the water to see which one your interviewer bites on. So another example of this, which is not nearly as cool, happened to me when I was interviewing at Google. So I was researching my interviewers and I found one of their Instagram pages. Now this guy, like 90% of his posts on the Instagram page were all of him and his family and his friends skiing. And they were ski trips all over the country. He was flying out West, he was going to the Northeast, he was going to all these places. It seemed like he was skiing like basically every weekend. And I grew up skiing, I love skiing. It's one of my favorite sports. So that was the angle that I decided to take. That was the hook that I decided to put out there. So when I showed up to my interview with this person, I strategically steered the conversation in that direction. So when we shook hands, I asked him if he had any plans for the weekend. He shared a little bit about what he was doing. And then he asked me if I had any plans for the weekend. And I told him that I had a ski trip planned with a couple of buddies. I hadn't been all season. We were hoping to go up to Mount Snow in Vermont. And I just missed it a lot because again, I hadn't been all season. I hadn't been in a while. Skiing is a big part of my life uh, and I don't get to go very often. So I was super pumped. And of course he jumped right on that. And we ended up having a 15 minute conversation about skiing, different mountains and that totally changed the tone of the conversation moving forward. Again, our conversation, our interview was also like a conversation between friends that was a little bit more casual. And that helped me create a better relationship with him and create that positive association. So when you're preparing for your next interview, don't just stop at thinking about the questions you might be asked and the answers you might have for the role Also look at your interviewer, do some research on them, work to understand who they are, how they wanna be engaged with, what they care about, and then come up with a couple of different angles that you could potentially use to create that common ground and build that rapport within the first few minutes of the interview before you sit down for that structured Q&A. And I promise you, if you do this, As you do this more often, you're going to get better at it. You're going to get more practice. And once this clicks, you are going to be able to easily create rapport with these interviewers. Your interviews are going to go so much better. You are going to feel more confident and you're going to win more job offers. So that's it for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode of the DJS podcast.